Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is the Obvious Brothers. I'm Obvious Steve, and he is... Obvious John. Ah, Obvious John, who will have a new nickname by the time that this podcast is over. And, yeah, what's that? What's that? I got a new... What's that? Well, you're, you're going to have to roll with it, John. So, yeah. Okay. And, and as I understand it, uh, we now have Obvious Sean has uh, entered entered the uh, the chat room. So uh, okay. our friend Sean will uh, will be much entertained by this this episode, I suspect. So, John, we spent some time together last weekend. Yes, brief but quality. Quality, quality. Yeah. Well, I know you have stories to tell, John. So you can begin some- it wherever you want to begin. Yeah. All right. We had a good weekend and yeah. ate some good food. Drink some beverages. See, this is the problem with letting John lead. John didn't know where to go. So how was dinner Saturday night, John? Dinner was excellent Saturday night. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. What, what, what was the wait person's name, John? I don't remember. Good Lord, John. You said it a thousand times. How can you not remember the woman's name? I might have been drinking a little. You might, might have been drinking a little. Do you remember what your wife told you about saying the woman's name a thousand times? She probably said I was creepy. <laughs> <This is, laughs> okay, so sports fans, we have now hit upon potential new nickname number one. <laughs> creepy John. Creepy John, yeah. Yeah, John. So, yes, we had an excellent meal at Don Artemio, uh, which is downtown and and i'm just going to say that because i i only vaguely know what downtown might be but i think it is we would say it's downtown in fort worth i don't think it's very old and their specialty is north mexican food and we uh uh, it was really really good it was solid yeah i had sea sea bass with the famous Mm -hmm. mole sauce on it which of course leads to the discussion of what the moles have been eating before they put them in the blender yeah Right, John? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the moles were, uh, that sea bass, I had a little bite of yours. It was was really solid. Yeah, really solid. John was taste bud orgasming all over the place, uh, people. He's he's, he's now reduced it to Midwesternisms. Uh, It was solid. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's the first, like, quote, unquote, up. Mexican restaurant I've eaten at. I've never eaten at a Mexican, you know, like a high-end Mexican food like that. And it was uh it was more than impressive. Yeah. You you kind of like the guac too. Oh, the guac was good. It was all I there wasn't anything that wasn't good. Yeah. So so what was the appetizer that was in right in front of you in the bowl, John, that looked like my colon would die from it? Oh, dang it. John does not. This is a lot of fun, people. This would be more fun if John remembered. It was Teresa, something. Oh yes, that Teresa. I don't. I don't know what it was in in the Spanish words for it, but it looked like chili, but it was made yep. from chorizo. I did not eat it because my colon has been on warfare status for now a week. So I going there was not something I was going to try and do. <laughs> But John had a lot of it and kept going, oh, my God, that's that's awfully good. It was. Yeah. So, okay, John, so I'll I'll, I'll help you here. The car ride in and out of Fort Worth was an adventure. You want to talk about any of that, John? 
Well, the ride back was extremely adventurous in the pouring rain when you're going the wrong direction on a two lane highway with uh, orange cones separating the two lanes. So in Steve's defense, yeah. it was a construction area. So the two lanes that we were, were now designated as one lane roads were actually the two lanes that would typically have been our two lanes. Okay, thank you and, for that, because I have no idea. <laughs> it was wet. We came off a couple roundabouts, and it, there yeah. were not clear arrows where to go. So, yes, I'm driving in the wrong lane, Un unwittingly, of course. For a while. The funniest part of this, John, okay, the funniest part of this is you're in the shotgun seat. And do you know what you're saying? No. No, because this... My wife and daughter have retold this story a couple times and laugh out loud at how hilarious this is <laughs> that you claim you knew we were in the wrong lane going head on towards people. And what you said was, Steve, you know, you need to get over into the right lane. Not we're fucking going to die. Move over. Nothing like that. Just a calm, you know, and the Google Maps is showing a right turn in like three tenths of a mile. So just sounds like you're trying to slide me over into the right lane. Just uh, get over in the right lane. And then, of course, there's an oncoming car all of a sudden and the whole car goes. <laughs> yeah. And, the oncoming and, car was a big deal. Yeah. The oncoming car woke us all up to what the real situation was. And I was able to squeeze through a gap in the cones into the right lane and the Literally. screaming the screaming stopped and the smell from the dirty underwear began and, and uh, that yes so that was a that was a major highlight so john you also had to tell how you got down to the restaurant in the car got down to the restaurant in the car man you're, you're yeah really john, okay John, John really does need to see somebody about the brain damage that he's had because this is really. So there were six of us and uh, we decided to only take one vehicle and John volunteered to ride in the back. He kept saying the back and, and people kept saying there's a back seat. Well, no, John was nickname number two, the luggage on the <laughs> on the trip down. So John yes, was in the luggage compartment on the way down. Ian took the uh, luggage compartment on the way back and complained for two days. What was John talking about? It being comfortable. It was horrible back there. So you must clearly be had, the luggage, man. He clearly hadn't had enough to drink to enjoy the, the ride. Well, neither you. You were on the way down. This is on the way down. <laughs> uh, so... Much fun was had, yes, both coming and going, and most of the weekend, two quality brunches, and I, I um, many, many weird comments were made, I'm sure, it's including multiple creepy ones, and her name was Maria, in case you want me to remind you, yeah. That's what I thought it was. Maria, yeah, all right, and, and maybe, of all the amazing things about dinner, it was it was my daughter's birthday, and that's why we were there. And they found out, they knew, I told them ahead of time, it was her birthday, and they brought her out something with a candle. But the guy who worked there was like an operatic tenor and did, yeah. did happy birthday in a way, in quality I had never heard before at the table. So, yeah. It was definitely the best 
rendition of happy birthday in a restaurant I have ever heard and probably will ever hear again. Probably. Was, yes. So it, it was, it was quality stuff. Yeah. So it was like Pavarotti was singing happy birthday to her. It, 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 there you go. Uh, there, there's John, John, not being, not, not exaggerating a lot there. He was, uh, he was something. So, Oh, John. Well, now we have to get back and figure out how to make money on the NFL, don't we, John? Yeah. Is that where we're going to start tonight or today? Well, is there is there any place else to start uh, at, yeah. at this point? Kind of a kind of a bleak week for sports. Well, yeah, there's a sprinkle of college games. Uh, probably, if you really tried hard, you could probably find a. Uh, a bowl game here and there with teams that we don't know who they are. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, but the NFL is playing and, uh, they're actually a couple quality games. So let's what one thing we were together for a couple of days, John, and we realized that the reason we started doing this podcast was the name of the podcast, obvious, the obvious brothers. And sometimes we lose that obviousness, John, I, I think maybe we've lost it. So we need to get back to the roots. So, John, the Bills are playing the Jets. No, they're playing the Dolphins uh, Sunday in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Be very obvious, John. It's going to be cold. Maybe wet. Maybe wet. Yeah, and, I think uh, I think Dolphins like that. You do? You think Dolphins like that? I think cold, cold and wet is cold and wet's right up there. <laughs> Yeah, Miami's going to have to travel north in some inclement conditions. It's one of the big field advantages for the uh, Buffalo Bills this time of year that uh, they get to play. And when they're playing in their their turf and or with their lunatic fans, it's definitely uh, in snow. You, I'm sure there'll be some half-naked men out there with body paint on talking about how it's not that cold. Well. It's, it's 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 Buffalo, man. Didn't it? What did they have? Did they move the game? Did they have seven feet of snow that weekend? Mm -hmm. So they've already had more snow than we get all year, and you get in a lifetime where you live. So right. yeah, so they're they're from. So yes, the the obvious thing to talk about is, and I just heard somebody say the last twenty years, if the Dolphins have gone to Buffalo after the first of December. They not only lose, they get shellacked. It is not, it does not seem, despite what I just said, which might have been a little bit fictitious, dolphins do not seem to like cold, wet conditions. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big culture shock for them, climate shock for them. You know, Miami doesn't see uh freezing temperatures really rare ever. And, uh, yeah, they have to play other visiting teams on the road and stuff like that, but it's just not something that they, I don't know how they simulate it, how you could simulate it. I know there's, you know, there's always like frozen footballs and ice water that the QB has to throw and, but you still can't, when you get clipped and that temperature, it hurts a little harder than, than normal. And, and, uh, it, it'll wake, it'll be a big deal. I think two is playing good. Um, you know, okay. No, he's not. Did you see him Sunday no. night? Man? Yeah, that was a – I don't know what the heck happened that game. That was the worst. 
That was the worst performance in the first half by a quarterback in the NFL this this year. Yeah, and he was wasn't he coming into that game like the the highest rated QB had like the most highest completion percentage and yeah. What was yada, it? Two of, two of sixteen in the first half or something like that. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, and and uh, we need to talk a little bit about. Oh well, yes, the other factoid I heard was you know he's never started a game in the NFL where the temperature was less than thirty two degrees. Yeah, wonder how many he played in college too. No, Alabama's not exactly cold. No, it's no, no. So, and 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 let's talk about the number. Uh, it started at forty six. I heard it was down to forty two, but that was yesterday. It may have dropped even been pounded because I think in the famous words of our group text, pound that right. Pound I that. I see under. it. ESPN has it at fifty five. No. Yeah. Did I miss here? What is going on here? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was looking at the recap of last week. My bad. <laughs> I, I, 40, I, see, I see 44 currently. 44, and the Bills are a uh, seven-point favorite. Yeah. So what, what, what are you going to tell us here, Obvious John? Uh, oh, I by agree. the way, Obvious John is famous in the group text. Because the other two were on the Bills in the opening game between these two teams. And I think it was seven and a half, and it was the game of the week. And they both took the Bills, and John was like, no, man, it's 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 Finn City. And, and uh, if you don't remember, the Fish won in Miami in a raging comeback, if I remember right. Yep. And, and so now everybody's trying to figure out the calculus of that game versus this game. And warm weather in Miami, cold weather in Buffalo. And at the time, the Bills were the hottest thing on earth, right? Yeah, yeah, they were muy and fuego. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like Miami to cover the seven again. Um, I think the, the weather is a factor. I think it's also a factor for both teams. Uh, Ty, Tyreek Hill played in Kansas City, so he's used to playing in cold weather. It's not a big as big a deal for – Somebody like him. Um, it's going to be Tua. Can he bounce back? Um, we'll see what he's made of. I think he's a better quarterback, obviously, than he was last week. Like I said previously, I think he had one of the highest rated QBs in, in the league going into that game last week, the highest completion percentage. He's got only got five interceptions on the season. Um, I would think that this is a game that he wants to bounce back from and show that that was an anomaly last week and not a uh, – well, not a forecast or so I'm taking I, the bills without looking at the standings, and I probably should. It, it's a division game. They're two games behind. They're they're going to have a hard time catching them, even if they win this game. But they, they they ain't catching them if they don't win this game. No, they definitely are not. Um, and it puts their their playoff hopes in a little bit of. Um, worry. Uh, well, yeah, that eight, that six loss. Uh, other teams begin to sniff it, right? Because mm -hmm. there are other there are three six loss teams other than them. If they lose, there are currently three six loss teams in the AFC. So there's potential there for 
shit happening, as they say. And if they don't like the cold weather in Buffalo this week, they're probably not going to like the cold weather on January 1st in uh, New England when they go yeah. back up there for the second to last game of the year. So they've yeah. got after this, they got Packers, Patriots, Jets to finish out the season and they're better. I would say that they could probably go three and zero if they lose this game and get to 11 and six, but they're going to have to. Uh, yeah. I would put this on my calendar as a must win. They kind they kind of need this. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a lot of chat about that game, which is the again the game of the week in uh, uh, Pigskin Pick'em, which has Josh and Sean both trying to figure out what to do. And uh, last week's Pigskin Pick'em, if you remember, was Army Navy, which we watched the end of together. First, we have to talk about the unis, which were were a, a matter of controversy. I like the Army's uniforms. I don't know why everybody's so anti that green, but it is kind of the Army green, and well, I liked may, it. May, maybe you didn't have enough children, John. Maybe. Because one description of it would be baby shit green, and yeah, it was very baby shit. It was a um, Army-Navy game was Army giving two and a half, John. And the, the crazy bastards went to overtime with the under, which we thought was a lock, right? Because it's 16 yep. times in a row. Go to overtime. Both teams scored a touchdown on their first effing play in overtime. Yep. And so suddenly the, the under isn't looking good. And then Navy drives it down and looks like they're going to score another touchdown. And it takes a replay to make sure they didn't. But they fumbled at the goal line, and Army recovers, kicks a field goal, wins, covers the two and a half. In one of those, man, if you if you were in a casino watching it on the bed, big screen with a lot of people with tickets, yeah, there would be a lot of back and forth. When oh, yeah, oh, a lot of cheers, a lot of booze, a lot of there have been a lot of like a lot of emotion. Uh, yeah, especially if you had a big ticket. Yeah, and the Start, over starting starting with the uh, the the first play from scrimmage for Army for a touchdown run. It was like, <laughs> what? They can't run the ball. They haven't done shit. On, they did not score an offensive touchdown the whole game. And the first right. play from the twenty-five, the guy breaks a tackle, sweeps the outside touchdown, turn right around, and okay, perfectly. What did Navy complete? Two passes up to then, John. Remember, because yeah. you were telling them to throw the ball, throw the ball, yeah. throw the ball. They throw a pass on their first play in overtime. The guy is twenty yards open from everybody for a touchdown. Yeah, I think even you could have completed that pass. I mean, he was thank you wide open. I know you could have. Yeah, it, you wouldn't have been shitting yourself from the big guys coming at you. But uh, right, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So uh, two plays. And, and like you say, the people with over-under tickets are all screaming, right, John? Oh, God, no, what just happened? Yeah. So, yes, yeah. and then a fumble at the one-inch line. Not only did they lose it, but Army got it, right? So, yeah, Army gets it and gets the free. And then the dumbass coach makes the kicker kick the longest field goal of his career to win the game, right? Yeah. We're not going to gain any yards. We're just going to roll around in the middle of the field. 
Yeah, that was kind of silly. Yeah, well, I, I want you to know, we do not want him on the sidelines if we go to war with somebody. I don't want him making decisions because that, that <laughs> shit like that, man, will get you beat. <laughs> That's all right, guys. Let's not push forward any. We're good here. We'll lob them in from long range. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that was the, the Army-Navy game watching it together and the way it went and it being the game of the week and everything. I guess I started with this because it was a game of the week. And, of course, uh, a majority of the people had Navy in pigskin. So, like, 55%. So, there was a lot of heartbreak when that guy fumbled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had Army. So, go. <laughs> All right. Speaking of heartbreak, John, what I you do after we talked last week? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. So IU football is uh, is doing great. Or I'm sorry, IU basketball doing great. Back-to-back losses. Oh, is there was there a game in the middle? No. No. Back-to-back losses. Yeah. So, yeah. Rutgers is a hard place to play. Uh, then they went out to Las Vegas and played an Arizona team that's really good. Yeah. Did not keep it real close. I saw the guy from the Indy Star wrote his story about that game and said that uh, he felt better about the Hoosiers than the Wildcats after watching that game. Why? Well, yeah, this is quality spin, John. He thought maybe the Wildcats have peaked in, in December and that IU had room to improve and uh, – and do some things better. And, and so come tournament time, if they do, they would be two different teams. That's one way to spin it, isn't it, John? It is, I mean, he's not 100% wrong, but I mean, we definitely do have some place to improve, but I don't know if I would agree that uh, Arizona has peaked. Yeah, well... Uh, I, they look pretty good. They've looked good all year. Uh, they are not the number one team in the country, though. So I'm just going to mention that. Being number one in December is – somebody tweeted out is not really a program goal, though. No. No, it doesn't really matter as much here. Um, you know, nobody goes undefeated. There's going to be some losses along the way, so – I would, it'd be interesting to see, you know, it matters more in March than now. Yeah. We had a lot of fun watching the Purdue game too. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, they made that a little hard on themselves as well. Yeah. They, uh, as people have said here, obvious, John, this is where you say. They about shit the bed. No. Well, that. We're, no, we're not doing about shit the beds. It's, it's got to be shit the bed, okay? Oh, okay. No, you you usually say at this point it's hard winning on the road, especially in the Big Ten. It is hard winning on the road to Big Ten, that's true. Yeah, even if you're playing on Nebraska's volleyball court. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Andres. All right, so we'll, we'll – uh, not much – I don't think we have a whole lot to say about college basketball, right? But no, I mean, it's in that way too early time to to get too riled up about it. But 
you can't, I mean, as far as like IU goes, you can't continue to have crappy losses like that. That's for sure. I mean, uh, Arizona loss wasn't necessarily a crappy loss. They were ranked very similar to each other, but, and I don't even think IU was favored in that game. But No, they, they were, they're like two-point underdogs. We'll see how they do on uh, Saturday against Kansas. Ooh. Somebody, somebody didn't do them a, a lot of uh, whatever softness Favors. in terms of didn't do a lot of softness in terms of scheduling, huh? What do they say? Um, iron is sharpened by iron, or something like that. Steel sharpens steel. How's that go? I, I think I think you probably got it there, John. But what does that have to do with this? What yeah. what happens to putty when it comes up against steel? You get stronger from from battles, man. So you get in there and play some teams that you can that are giving you a challenge, and you learn what you're made of, and then you improve, and then yeah. you're good for the seat for the tournament. That's what he, you're made. That's what it means. He absolutely ignored me there, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. try, though. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the NFL, John. Let's let's uh, call it a day with some picks here. We did Shane okay. last week. Yeah. Yeah. Did the Jets end up covering? Um, no. I, I didn't think, think they did. did. So uh, the Titans didn't cover, the Seahawks didn't cover, and you had the Jets plus 10. Yeah, they didn't, Bills didn't beat them by more. Wasn't it 2017? It was 2012, so they did cover. Okay, so you, you were one and two. And uh, on the podcast, I was zero for four. However, and you'll you'll love this one. This is a this is a both John and Josh do this all the time. I actually picked the Lions, having said to go with the Vikings on the podcast. So, oh, that's one of my classic mistakes. Or I actually make a mistake the other way. Well, yeah, you 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 take a winner and turn it into a loser. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I, I I think when I sat down and started to press the button, I said early in the week, I told John, I wouldn't go be surprised if the Lions won this game. I think I should stick with my gut, first gut of impression. And I did. And it turned out to be right. And I'm so proud. And I don't know what to make of the Vikings. It's really a mess trying to figure the Vikings out as well as some other teams. But the Vikings keep popping up. I've got the Vikings written down this week as a possible pick. And I just, you know, every time you do it, you go, oh, man, really? Really? Is it yeah. is the market, is the market uh, got them figured out or not? And which way not? So what do you think about the Vikings game this week? Uh, it's against the Colts team that isn't, that's, played like, I don't know like poo for three weeks after the first week was Saturday yeah you know you know I mean, Ryan leads the league in turnovers well I wouldn't say I mean only losing to the Eagles by one point I would say is not poo getting beat by oh. the Steelers definitely is poo getting I, absolutely destroyed by the Cowboys that game was brutal but they were hanging in with us I mean it was 21 to 19 or whatever it was there to start the fourth quarter and then yeah. it, they just went on a complete turnover bar barrage 
Um, so that game, that 54 to 19, I think is a little misleading. Okay. The Vikings, man, I just don't know what to make of them right now. Nobody does. I mean, I think, right. I mean, and I think I said it. I don't, you know, usually people say you are what your schedule says you are or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I don't know if I'm buying that with this team. Yeah. When they were. They're 10 and three. 10 and three is good, John. 10 and three is good. Sure. I mean, but who have they beaten? Yeah, but they're still 10 and three, John. Who do they have to play? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Colts, right. Giants, Packers, Bears. Yeah. I don't know what to make of them. I still don't. They they could go 0 and 4 in those games and they could go 4 and 0. I, I like 4 and 0. I'd be willing to bet against that. Would you? For sure. Okay. So so what are we what are we doing here with the I'm not picking that game. I don't want to pick that game. Okay, we're not picking that game. All right. So move on. Tell me one you want to pick. Um well, since we're potting on Thursday night and we haven't had today tonight's game yet, what do you think of tonight's game with the uh, Seahawks coming into San Fran in a pretty much a must-win situation as well? Yeah. And San Fran, or actually, they're hosting San Fran. Yeah. It's in um, Seattle, right? Which we, we, we keep saying is a tough place to play, and they've lost three home games in a row. So Yeah. Brock Purdy's look pretty good, huh? Mr. Irrelevant. You look on your list and you'll see he's questionable. So uh I, I guess yeah, he, he looked he looked pretty good. He's gotten him through a couple games. I think they think he's going to play tonight. Uh I think the way uh what is his name? Shanahan was talking about it was pain management and it's going to hurt, but he, you know, it's not supposed to hurt performance. So I guess that just, I hate picking games where you've got major players. You don't know what they're playing, whether they're playing a hundred percent, all that sort of thing. I don't even know who his backup is. His backup. Remember last week we had this great talk about Josh Johnson. Oh yeah, that's right. Who, by the way, I was told by the expert, I have this wrong that the uh, the singer folk singer is Jack Johnson. So I, yes, my whole rift on on Jack John on Josh Johnson was all wrong. Although I'm still amused by it, and I think I think it's even funnier that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Josh Josh Johnson is his backup. Their defense is awfully good. Their awfully, defense awfully might good. be the best defense in the league. Uh, it is not sure clear that the Seahawks are firing on all offensive cylinders and their defense looks like the color of the Army uniforms last Saturday. So you're okay. you're 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 talking about taking the 49ers and giving three and a half. Yeah, I think I like that. Yeah. And I definitely think I like the under here. Okay. At 43 is what okay. I'm seeing it at. All right. You can have that game. I, I'm not taking that game. I don't know what I'm taking. I, I'm struggling, uh, of course. And after a bad week, it doesn't help. I'm going to do this. I, I, I have to. Don't have to. 
but I'm going to continue this role. I'm going to go with the Eagles and give whatever I'll, you know, I'll shove all in on the Eagles, however damn many points they want to give, because I think they cover easily. Although the game is in Chicago, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's they're they're just really good. Nope. <laughs> that's a good and the uh, Bears are really not. Yeah, so. that's pain, as much as it pains me to say. I mean, Jalen Hurts is looking pretty well dialed in. Yeah. Um, so since you're picking one of the teams I hate the most, I'll pick my favorite team. I think the Cowboys cover the four pretty easily against the Jags. Oh, the Jags. I know okay. the Jags are a little bit hot right now. Everybody's kind of on the Jags bandwagon with a good win against Tennessee, but they did lose pretty handily to the Lions. Yeah. I thought the so, Lions exposed their defense. Some uh, Titans don't have the offense to do that. Uh, I just did my research and heard some guys, their best bet of the week. You know what it was? Probably to take the Jags. Perfect. I love yeah. it when the the guys that think they know what they're talking about go up against obvious John and get smoked. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a, that, we'll come back to that one next. That's Friday. a really dumb pick to say that is the best bet of the week. That is a hot take bet, mm. and somebody that's riding the bandwagon of a couple of hot games from Trevor Lawrence. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I I was a little surprised to hear them say that. It wasn't one of the games they broke. They broke down like six games. It was not one of the ones they broke down. So uh, I didn't get a big-time breakdown of it. They did like the way the Jags' offense is playing. And uh, is the game in Jacksonville? Yeah. Matters Jackson. a little bit. You see, I've got I've got all these numbers that say Dallas should be favored by more. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. it's as low as it is. Yeah, well, let's let's push on um, as we as we have to. I think my next pick. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'll go again while you ponder. I will take the Lions minus one and a half at the Jets. Oh, oh, you're fading Sean. That's not fair. Oh, yeah. The Lions are hot, man. Yeah, well, they did break this game down. So I heard I heard quite a bit about this game. And uh, golf outdoors against uh, man-to-man is not a uh, – they did not like that matchup. He's much better. Obviously, he plays indoors, and I guess the people who watch these things, he's much better against that two-man shell. A lot of teams are running, but I guess the Jets don't run it because they have a couple lockdown corners, so they run man-to-man more. So that, that's the my ball. short. That's why I got on the short take of a ten-minute breakdown of the game. Well, the Lions last five beat the. Minnesota hammered Jacksonville, barely lost to the Buffalo Bills, twenty-eight twenty-five. Yeah, hammered hammered the Giants, 
right. barely won against the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, they they are hot, and they put points on the board. And the Jets just lost to the Vikings not too long ago. If you want to do a well, side two by week, side two, two weeks ago, yes. Yeah. In a game, they, as they say, that Josh would say it's about the process. The Jets should have won their game. Yeah. But they didn't. No, they did not. No, but I'll take I'll take the two points or one and a half points. Oh, is it up to one and a half? Yeah. I, I pigskin has it at one, so which okay. I, I guess I that game. Wasn't even on my radar. Shoot, man. I, I got all these really tight windows to throw into. Uh, let's see here. I, I guess I guess I got to take uh, Baltimore against Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore should be giving... More than a field goal. I don't know what you have it at right now, but it was two and a it's a two and a half. I got it at three. Cleveland minus three. Right. So they're given three three, and it's in Cleveland, right? Yeah, but Lamar's out. I know. But it's not even clear how Huntley's going. Whether he's playing and, and and is totally healthy, but on the other hand, have you seen how did Sean Watson's been playing? Yeah, it looks like he you know. I I think I I think I think I would feel worse about this game or better as a Browns fan if, if Jacoby was playing, but uh, that's not. Uh, I I'm going right. I'm going to go with the Ravens. The good news on this, I have them both in the wins pool. So I'm going to get a W out of it. I hope. Knock on wood. Uh, Could be a tie. Oh, don't I've had do a couple that. of those already this year. Don't do that to me. No, you know my third game. All right, I got to do this, and I don't know if I should. But the other game in your division is it really four and a half? The Giants are getting. Yeah. Have you seen the way they've looked recently? Yeah. But they only they tied two weeks ago. Yeah. So let's be obvious here, John. Okay. They played two weeks ago, and its commanders haven't played in between. Is that a big advantage for the commanders? Well, it's at Washington. So there's three of your four points. So if you take the tie and base it off of that, which was would be even money, right? So then you yeah. give a three points to the home fields. So there's three, so there's another point and a half for being well rested and coming off a bye. So, yes, I don't well, think it's an uh, I don't think it's an outlandish number at all. And okay. like I said, the Giants have not looked good. I, I have I have WAS written down, so I feel like they're trending in the right direction. And the fact all these factors are leaning their way, so I'm going. I'm going to do the crazy thing. I'm going to go commandos, yeah, uh, and give the points. A, yeah, I don't think that's a bad play at all. Okay, so I'm, my last pick is going to be the Patriots. You've already got getting, three. How many picks you doing? 
Well, there's a, I thought there was a lot of easy ones. I don't know what you're struggling for. Oh, well, I didn't. Do I you, don't like any of yours. So how do you well, I kind of like kind of like the cow. Well, actually, I like both your boys and the Lions. But go on. How do you not take the Patriots plus one at the Raiders? Uh, because the Raiders. I can't remember how they've looked lately. Did they, they just, just win? Got beat, they just got beat by the worst team in the uh, second worst team in the, in the NFL with the Rams. No, 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 no. They're not the they're not the second worst team. I'm a proud fan of the second worst team. And it, and, and the disappointing thing is we we can't get to be the first worst team because the first worst team is so bad. They ain't winning another game either. So. Yeah, the Ram, they got beat by the Rams. They beat the Chargers. They beat they did not Seattle. get beat by the Rams. They got beat by May- Baker Mayfield, Superman, yeah. all on his own. Yeah, even worse. He yeah. got beat by Baker Mayfield. I just don't think they're going to put up enough offensive points. Um, I, they're pretty equal. And, I mean, neither team is offensive juggernauts. Uh, Pats are only scoring 21 a game. Vegas are 23, but um, Pats have a better defense. They're only giving up 18, whereas Vegas has given up like 24. So I think I think this is kind of an – I feel like this is a no-brainer pick. Okay. You no-brainer that one then, and they're getting one, huh? They are getting one. Wow. Love no-brainer picks, yeah. And the matchup predictor has Las Vegas at a 61.5%. There you go. It's the first time you've looked at you. You know it has not been very accurate lately. So what's it got on the Lions game? If you're on ESPN, what's it got on the Lions game? Lions. Jets, fifty-four point three percent chance to win. Okay. You want you want to see the uh, commanders? Yeah, it's got to it's got to be like fifty one forty nine. No, wow. Washington at a sixty three point three percent chance. Okay. That makes you feel a little better about your pick, doesn't it? Nothing makes me feel better about my pick, but okay, I got to make them anyway. So, as as my as my brilliant season in pigskin is deteriorating into a place where. Sean thinks he's catching me, even though we have a bet whether Sean gets into the top 900 or not. <laughs> so here you go. The Baltimore Cleveland game where Baltimore is yeah. getting are, are getting three. Baltimore is a 60.6 chance to win that game. Matchup predictor. Baltimore is giving three. No, Baltimore is plus three. Oh, Oh, I like that even better. Okay. You know, the metrics really like the uh, the Browns for some reason. Well, they like – they think – What did you Lamar, think? Lamar being out isn't that big of a deal. Did you say – Which six, it isn't pretty big. 60-some percent? 60% chance to win as a three-point dog. Okay. So I, I wrote down all these matchup predictor things because you were going to keep track at some point. So I'm, I, I, I've i written some down here so we can check on them next week. Ah, matchup predictors. 
All right. So are you going to go see Avatar? No, not. I'm not in a hurry to go see it. I'll put it that way. Okay. Are you going to see the new Knives Out movie this week? Well, it's on Netflix, so I can watch it on Netflix. I don't have to go see it. I didn't think. Is it on like Netflix? Is it like on Netflix, but you had to pay for it? No, I don't think so. Well, why the hell haven't I watched it yet? I mean, my understanding is that it's going to be on, it might be in theaters for like a week and then Netflix. What's it called? Glass. Glass Onion. Glass Onion. So so you are excited about seeing that? Yeah, of course. With Daniel Craig and his really bad Southern accent. And I don't know why you people have killed each other here. So Netflix will be on released globally on Netflix on December 23rd. So it just depends on how long you can wait. Okay. I, I can wait till December 23rd because I don't have a choice. All right. So that, uh, that, that pretty much covers everything. Uh, I started National Treasure last night with a young woman who I thought was Zendaya, but my daughter tells me is the B uh, equivalent of Zendaya. So she's I don't know Walmart, what it is. She's the Walmart Zendaya? She did my, my, she, my, she, uh, I was just told that she was the, the B replacement. So I, uh, I, I, I am confused. Uh, I will say it is slower moving than the movies were, as I recall. But since it's a series, that's not a surprise. And they probably could do more with the way she, you know, the thing of it, this is, this is like Sherlock Holmes, right? They're, they're puzzle solvers, right? Mm-hmm. And she only a couple times in two, two episodes has she, spend any time solving a puzzle most of the times it's just like oh it's this and we move on you know well so she doesn't talk through it she just is like right. here's the answer right yeah there's well, that's, that that's hasn't no been fun. enough walking through them maybe they haven't gotten tricky enough and and so forth but yeah yeah well so got anything I've been else watching- now I've been watching Wednesday. I think I got two episodes of that left. So well, that's right. We haven't really talked about Wednesday. We both seem to be fans of the series, which I thought it was inter- I think it's very entertaining. I, I do. I do not think we're the demographic. We are certainly are not. I can I can promise you that we are not the demographic that they are targeting. But I think it's a pretty well written, well acted. Uh, little show and oh she's yeah, a trip man i mean no, it's she's like awfully snarky and witty and everything but that's exactly what wednesday's supposed to be so everybody's like ah oh, she's a bratty little bitch well yeah she's a wednesday adams what do you expect i expect wednesday adams to be a bratty little bitch and i guess this falls under the heading of i'm glad that's not my daughter right <laughs> yeah. well, i part. can't remember what she says in the one episode what what was it there was death destruction and mayhem and I loved it or something like yeah. that. It's like, and then, and then the other one where it was about the therapy session with her, her parents or something like that. And she said, that's more, even that's more torture than I can stand or something like yeah. that, which yeah. says a lot. Yeah. She see, she has, there are, I wish I was dead and, and I, I, uh, I like being tortured. There are a lot of references about stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, 
Yeah, we're both fans of Wednesday, so you should watch it on whatever it's on. Is it on Amazon? No, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Watch it on Netflix. Young Young Wednesday Adams sol- solving crimes and being snarky. So there Super you go. Snarky. And and uh, by the way, Catherine Zeta Jones uh, is her mother in that one, and is the bad guy in National Treasure, in either a blonde wig or no, I don't think it may not even be a wig. The blonde hair uh, parted down the middle, showing dark roots, which is always a sign of a villain when they show the roots. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. They're, they're too busy plant, plotting the end of the world to get their roots done. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. I, um, all right. I, I think with that one, John, unless you've got a joke. Uh, no, I forgot the one I was going to have today. I need to yeah, well, John, 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 you, you demonstrated a memory that people will not uh, will not miss out on in the opening few minutes of today's Well, program. you know... You know, I I have ginkgo biloba to take from my memory, but I just keep forgetting to take it. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh my God. Uh well played. Well played to finish up today. All right, here we go. The week before Christmas podcast is in the in the uh pod. And uh we're going to say goodbye. Bye, John. Bye, bro. Right. Oh, John, what's the weather yeah. like here? That's nice. Yeah, it is. It's very nice, John. It's very nice if you're a polar bear. Yeah. yeah. Cold and sleety and now. Well, okay. Hey. We, we, you know, you're going to get a live report here. It may actually be snowing and not sleeting for a moment, but uh, it has done every bit of wind remix during the day as it is stuck at 33 degrees and, and mixing it up between rain, sleet, and snow. So, it is lovely here. Yeah. Uh, John went outside to have a cigarette, went crunchy as heck. Uh, and maybe he'll be back in a moment as I talk. Here. Yeah. Okay. So you want to say goodbye now? Yep. Yeah. Bye, fans. Okay. So, so, so uh, enjoy, enjoy that, uh, that fag. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk next week. All right, bro. Have a Bye, bro. safe trip. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, bye.